Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. We are also here joined by none other than Ben Fitzgerald, uh, who has a current new exhibit at ADU. It goes until the 23rd of November. Uh, How's it going, Ben? Oh, good, thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. No no problem, man. How's your morning been? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. It's been... I've been enjoying it not being sunny today, actually. It's been a bit much. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's been really, really, like, sweaty and humid and, yeah. and whatnot. It's a good reason to be inside for once. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I feel like uh, it gets such a bad rap here, too, because, like, all of the grey buildings and all of the <laughs> green plants look so much better when it's yeah. raining. Oh. Yeah, and this you can smell the um the smell of the the rain hitting the ground. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. this isn't the D-Pag weather breakfast. <laughs> this is the D-Pag late breakfast. Um, uh, so you're a student at the Indian School of Art. Uh, what is it that you like study there? And did you have much previous experience in, uh, previous experience doing art before you attended that school? Yeah, so um, I feel like I've been uh, like drawing, painting for quite a long time, like since being a kid. And then I started taking it a bit more seriously, maybe six, seven years ago. Went to art school for the first two years, a couple of years ago, and the sculpture department. But um, just kind of, yeah, it just wasn't quite the right fit for me then. Mm. So I've just returned now to finish off my degree and um, and just focusing primarily on painting and drawing, which is what I've always liked the most. And um, yeah, it's been really good and it's good having like a, more of a community around you again it makes it much easier mm. not to just keep doing the same thing yeah most of the artists yeah. we've talked to mm. they say like having a community is important because it's people to draw inspiration from and bounce ideas off of and whatnot so yeah definitely crucial for uh yeah, developing yeah. stuff uh, do you think you could walk us through your, your process for making these paintings at edge yeah of course so um let's talk a little bit about the series so the series is titled rust mm-hmm and it began as an exploration of abandoned interior spaces, as I find um, interior architecture has always really interested me. Mm-hmm. And just the kind of idea of obsolescence, like it's such an expensive thing that somebody spent so much time on, permanently claimed a place of land, and then it's just been wasted. Um, so a couple of the initial works were made from photos that um, my friend had sent me when he was exploring Glasgow and some abandoned warehouses. Oh, whoa. That's sick. Yeah. That's so sick. So the two larger reddish works, uh, Windows <coughs> and uh, Rust and Collapse, they, um, those are both of that. But I was, uh, I spent a lot of time walking at nighttime um and yeah the kind of temporary abandonment of spaces here i found really interesting uh when i was reflecting on it over the most recent lockdown so i I expanded the series to include those as well um so the other three works from the series are street scenes from around dunedin um either at nighttime when there's no one around or at lockdown when there was definitely no one around (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because um, especially with that, like, with your like excursions around Dineen at night, like, what were you looking for for these like scenes specifically? Like, what do you look for for creating these, I guess, portraits and landscapes and imagery? Yeah, so I generally look for strong lighting. So I I like there to be a lot of black in my works. Um, 
So synthetic lighting generally as ideal. And I want there to be a primary light source. So um, it makes it, it just kind of has a more striking composition. So that's mm. generally what I look for. And I generally don't paint anything that's not raining and nighttime because I really enjoy the reflections. It's kind of when I'm most comfortable as well. So it's like more of my experience of the space. Hmm. Hell yeah. I feel like that opens a lot of doors, especially for your like kind of abstraction with like a lot of these like kind of abstract reflections of light as well. Yeah, definitely. It makes it um, very easy to be, well, as representational or as abstract as I like. Um, yeah, it's just... It, just makes the painting process really enjoyable so yeah hell yeah um uh, yeah. So, so you did uh this, these are oil paint on aluminium those are the works is that the usual medium that you work within and is there anything you like most about the specific combo or is it kind of a little bit difficult um yeah so i generally use oil on aluminium or oil on canvas and i do quite a bit of ink drawing as well but um I really enjoy the oil and aluminium because there's no texture on it except what you put there. Mm. It was very, very smooth. And it's also very durable as well, so you don't need to worry about it bowing and the like. Um, yeah, it's quite an interesting material for doing urban landscapes because it's what's used for signboard as well. So oh, yeah. it's um, kind of like painting on part of the environment. Yeah. Um, Especially with the well, the, the buildings and the rubble, like that's uh, what initially gave me the idea for the series. And in those two works, um, Rust and Collapse, they uh, also use made primarily using a pigment with Morton. And I didn't realize when I'd started making it uh, until one of my friends had pointed out that it's the exact same as the. Uh, indigenous pigment to hear uh, like cocoa wire. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so I was looking into the differences and meanings between those, where in European culture, to put mortem, like, translates to worthless residue because (laughs) it's like rust produced from alchemical process for making other, like, synthetic chemicals and the like. And um, here, it's like part of the landscape. It's like a very loaded material. It's used for preservation of precious wooden objects, for painting, for body art. Like it's just so interesting how different the um, the meanings of it is. Like I, yeah, I was very excited to find that out. Cool, cool. Damn, very much like involved in this kind of traditional aspect, but. With your work, um, it is very inspired by a quote from David Hockney. I just want to know about your relationship with technology, especially with your works, and like that kind of distance you create by abstracting recognizable spaces and creating that distance through this level of abstraction. I just want to know, like, where is that ne- not next phase? Um, like, where will it develop to? I, I don't know. Not develop, but it's just like your relationship with technology like where do you think it's going to expand to next yeah well i find it very interesting it's um so inherent i generally work from photographs and mm-hmm. with photographs it's not the same as like your perspective as a bifocal yeah. viewer mm-hmm. it's very similar but slightly different and i feel like 
through that kind of abstraction, it reclaims that image as a memory or as a feeling rather than like a perfect reproduction. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, I do think about it quite a bit. It's quite integral to my work. And as you can probably imagine, yeah. I take a lot of night photographs. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it just feels like a kind of way to capture that experience so much more completely than I find from just a perfect reproduction of it, which kind of takes some of that human experience of that scene or that event out of it. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, unless, of course, like you're an excellent photographer and you can capture that in different ways, but I'm a painter, not an excellent photographer. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, is there anything that you want to convey uh, in particular to the exhibit goers with Rust, or do you want them to have more of a subjective interpretation of the work, or is it more of a bit of both? Um, it's a bit of both. I am always very interested to hear people's readings of the works, one of the works in particular I've been told multiple times is a yoga studio, which uh, always entertains me as it's a lot of piles of rubble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just kind of want to convey that feeling of um, derealization, which is a common symptom of a lot of different mental health problems where it's uh, your surroundings suddenly becoming unreal and you don't recognize what is real and then you're in a weird kind of uncomfortable floating state and um, yeah I feel like these are representational enough that they are definitely something but like if you can't quite pin it down it's a little bit unsettling but also draws you into it to make your own readings mm. yeah it is very unsettling I gotta say um, from my interpretation it seems like a series of like well I mean this is before I knew it was a series of desolate locations or abandoned locations, but yeah, it did seem like a series of desolate locations that all feature like a combination of a very strong light and very strong like kind of darkness, um, which may mean taking the good with the bad sometimes. You know that kind of classic duality kind of thing, but that's just my yeah, interpretation. as above, so below, holistic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of my one of my friends uh, read. I think the 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 two brown the two brown works they read them as kind of like a scene of a genocide almost um, <laughs> a Guernica of sorts yeah yeah it was, it was quite a brutal reading of it um, but they they uh, sort of definitely like kind of reminded them of like like bodies being stacked up and like really brutal imagery so it's you, you know, know it's, it's good to inspire my, all these different kind of readings yeah my knock making in those ones is definitely quite reminiscent of Luke Toyman's work and he has also kind of set a precedent for painting like spaces that horrific things have happened at, like as in his gas, his gas chamber paintings and the like. So that's uh, interesting that they managed to read that from that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, is there anything you want to say, Paul? Um, well, um, I just, like, a lot of my experience with it, it makes me feel like in a dreamscape a bit more. Mm -hmm. Like, it is that kind of deja vu, the familiar, unfamiliar, where it's like you can walk into these spaces, recognize it, but then everything is just, like, floating around you and crumbling but also still in formation yeah. so it's like yeah not so much like meaningful but it's just like recognizable and I feel like it's got like some root in my experience and everyone's experience to a degree mm. I yeah. totally get that yeah yeah I think we might um we might have to wrap it up because uh, it's about 11.26 almost 11.30 uh, is there anything else you want to say Ben? um no that's that's pretty much everything I um yeah um if you like my work, I 
and doing more of it. Uh, so. <laughs> mean. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, you, you'll have some stuff at the site 2021, no doubt. Uh, no, I'm not till next year, but at the moment, um, I, uh, I'm having a solo show next year in March at Robert Pickett, and, um, yeah, Adios up to the 23rd, and, yeah, there's a couple of things floating around, some work and peeps from an earlier series, if anybody wants to catch the last of that, and, um... Yeah, I think that's about it. That's cool. Ass. Are there any uh, songs you want to request? Oh, um, I don't, how do you feel about Molchad Doma? Is oh, oh yes, yes. yes. We love some yeah. post-rock, especially yeah. industrial Russians. Uh, do you know, I, I don't know what the how to say the songs. <laughs> I'm just uh, I don't think everyone, <laughs> anyone does. If you, uh, just talker. Like, uh, okay, yeah, that's, that one's easy to find. Yeah, yeah cool, yeah. cool. Awesome. Well, well, thank you very much for coming on, Ben. It was great speaking to you. Yeah, I'm loving the work, so it's good yeah. to pick brain. Great. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. And, um, yeah, have a great day. No problem, man. We'll have to uh, speak to you next year in March when you get your other when, when the other show comes into play. Yeah, sounds good. Me and All right. See you guys. Take care, man. Takita. That was Ben Fitzgerald uh, talking about the new Rust exhibit at Adju. What a fantastic show. I highly recommend everyone go to it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's really cool. Like I said, it's, all, it's very recognizable, but yet very distant. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a memory. Go get you a coffee. Go go get you a friend and go look at these arts. Go get a sandwich. Go, go get, get a sandwich. Open-faced sandwich or some porridge, man. Yeah, get, man. get 10% discount on everything except for alcohol using your Radio 1 card. And, and, and pre-existing discount. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.